Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, Jack. Jack O'Hara. Boy, you ask me some interesting questions, my man. It's a great question, Jack. Jack, hey, it's Josh Radner. Hey there, Jack O'Hara. It's Johnny Damon. Jack, you had questions for me. Jack O'Hara? Absolutely. This message is for Jack O'Hara. Jack, how are you? Hey, Jack. Jack, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, Jack? Uh, listen, man, you know, you, you, you asked me a couple questions. Broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show. In the show and uh, doing your thing, I mean, you've got some pretty big name guests. I've seen your, your stuff, so congratulations on your success. Jack O'Hara. Much nicer guy than Conan O'Brien with much better interviewing skills. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. I'm so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's definitely going to break up with you. She's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. I thought you said TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. you Mike are you ready for some football I am I've been ready I've been enjoying this season uh and more importantly really, I've been enjoying the playoffs I, th- I think football is the one sport I just can't watch the same I know like the like you never see the fans on TV on the broadcast on Fox and ESPN and NBC anyways but at the same time it's like without them like it, I feel like it's obvious that the fans aren't there with the crowd noise that they pump in. Baseball did a decent job. There were some hiccups or sometimes you're like, okay, that's a little too much. But I think football did not do a great job when it came to the fan noise. I think they just didn't really try. And also some stadiums, they're allowing some fans. And some of the fans are making some noise at some of the games. So, you know, I think that's partially why. But at the same time, you don't really see – uh, I guess the stands, a lot of the football, it's like just on them. And um, I think that's kind of partially why, you know, in a sport where you're always seeing the fans, I think they try and make the noise. Um, I think the NFL just really wasn't too concerned about it. I, to, to be honest with you, it really hasn't bothered me. Um, I've just been focused in on the football and yeah, I, th- I think the whole pandemic and everything going on, like, without sports and everything, it kind of, like, took me out of that game for a little bit. Like, this year, whether it was MLB, NBA, I've never really watched that 
intently. But even the NFL, I barely watched this year. Like, I, I've watched the playoffs since they've started divisional around this weekend. We just got past wildcard weekend. But for the most part, I really wasn't watching anything, especially being a fan in the NFC East. Like, it's very hard to be excited about anything because every team is so underwhelming to the point where none of them really deserve to be playoff contenders. I mean, the Washington football team, as they're known these days, uh, squeaked by because the Eagles were playing politics against the Giants. Right? Is that how that went down? Basically, I mean, I know what you're saying, and when your team is in that division, it must be a little bit, a little bit hard to watch, I guess. But also, you know, your quarterback going down doesn't help. Um, you know, Dak Prescott getting a season-ending injury doesn't help the organization at all. But um, you know, if you're not someone who your favorite team is in that uh, division. I think there was a lot of exciting football this year. And I feel like besides the chiefs and to be honest with you, I feel like the chiefs are more beatable looking at them this year than they were last year. Maybe it's just my point of view or I don't know why I'm thinking that, but um, this year, at least in the NFC and AFC, uh, there was a lot of mix matching of wins and losses. There really wasn't any superpowers. You know, you had a lot of teams beating each other, but lost to a team that the team beat them. You know what I mean? Like it was like the triangle effect. Um, and uh, which makes it interesting for the playoffs. It's almost like, well, the matchups are going to allow certain teams to go to the Super Bowl. I think um, yeah. teams that might not be able to beat this one team, but since they got beat, but now I could go beat this team. I know it might sound a little confusing, but uh, matchups just make games, you know? So that's been the story of this season, at least in my eyes. And you know what? I, I used to be super into football when I was little, and then I stopped watching for some reason, even though I played. I have no clue why I stopped watching the NFL. And then um, last year, I started playing fantasy again. So then I started watching football. And then this year I was super into fantasy again. And I, at school on Sundays, I just watched all the time. And uh, I just have been, I told you, I've been more into these playoffs than, than normal. So I don't, you know, not really sure why, but um, I've also been paying attention to, you know, um, the lines and spreads of games. And I think that's also something because you pay attention to the scores of the teams and, how they've been playing. And then when you play fantasy, you're paying attention to players and just gives you a little bit of a different aspect of how you view the game, you know? So it's, in, it's been interesting. That's interesting. I mean, yes, I totally agree from it from that perspective, you know, like, uh, uh, like you said, when it comes from like the betting world, because it's becoming yeah. more and more, uh, I've been viewing it like that. Yeah. That's how I've been viewing it. And you're, you get so into the games because of it. It's kind of bad. Again, it sets your soul on fire. It gives you that adrenaline rush, but at the same yes, time, yes. it's not a good habit to get into. Oh, it's, no, no, I'm not saying it is, but it, it makes you so into it. I don't know why. It's crazy. It's, in, in a way, it's just as bad as drinking or getting hooked on heroin. You know? Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. Gambling is in but, that same boat, even though it doesn't screw with your physical state. Yes. It'll screw with your mental state, for sure. Oh, for sure. Which so do the other two things you mentioned, though, you know? So it's interesting, but uh, it also makes you more into football, I guess. So I don't know. 
I mean, again, I didn't watch that much of the NFL this year, but looking back on it, there were a lot of great storylines, right? So this is oh, Tom, yeah. Brady. Tom Brady's first year with Tampa Bay. Everybody, everybody, everybody that I watched, whether it was ESPN Radio, Fox Sports, the Michael K Show on Yes, uh, everybody picked Bill Belichick over Tom Brady. There's no way that the New England have a worse season than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm like, you're crazy. Tom Brady, every single time you put this guy down, he finds a way to prove you wrong. And he did again. 11-5 and season. They're in the divisional round. It's going to be Breeze versus Brady. First time ever in an NFC divisional round matchup. And where are Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots? First time they didn't make the playoffs in almost two decades. Yeah. I thought that was very predictable. Everybody else seemed like uh, it was going to be a walk in the park. Bill Belichick doesn't need Tom Brady. The hell with that. Yeah, he does. You know, I, I – well, first of all, you're right. And you know I'm a Brady guy, so you know what I think. Yeah. Um, I think Belichick could do well with a quarterback that has been in the system, who, who he can work with, who knows the players, they get used to each other. Bringing in Cam for one year wasn't really the answer. You know, Cam did well in the beginning of the season, and I think teams started to, you know, because New England wasn't a quarterback running team. So in the first couple games when New England was looking good, it was like, all right, wow, like maybe they're legit. Um, What that really was was teams not having film on Cam Newton with the Patriots. And then once they got it, they just shut them down. And um, what I think New England needs to do is just get a quarterback in there for the long term, you know what I mean, and then start building the team around it. I mean, the, I think their plan was to bring in, like, Cam Newton, again, known, known quarterback. You've seen what he can do when he has his shit together. But at the same time, like you said, like, I think Bill Belichick would, would have worked a lot better with a guy who was born and bred into the system, someone he could work with, build up, uh, and, and kind of succeed in the long term as opposed to trying to get back there right away and replacing arguably the greatest quarterback of all time with a pro bowler in his heyday, but uh, someone who, again, just isn't mentally there and uh, obviously physically there. We saw this year with Cam Newton. I uh, went down with a few injuries as well. Uh, probably my favorite storyline of this year was the New York Jets because somehow, some way, they managed to F it all up again for their fan base because they were 0-13, and then pick up a big win. They, they, they finished with two wins. So they were supposed to be the number one, or at least uh, by far going to be the number one uh, draft pick if they decided to lose out and go 0-16. But no, they managed to do it again. They pick up a few uh, squeakers there at the end, and uh, they, they really upset their fan base again. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't really pay attention to the Jets too, too much. You know, they have some all right players. Their offense was all right. I mean... Yeah, they're just the Jets. They're the Jets every year. You know what I mean? They have so many internal issues, it seems. They just have such bad luck, you know? Um, you knew the coach was going to go. You knew they were going to fire him, and they took little time to do that. They fired him I think hours it took after them the a first long game. time to fire Adam Gase. You think it took him a long time? Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, it took them little time after the season. Yeah. They fired him hours after the last game of the, you know, of the year, um, they were the Jets. I think they need to just stop thinking, all right, let's build this team as fast as possible and legit go from scratch. Build up like Cleveland did. It, it took them a while, but they built from very little. They built up their defense to get better. You know, they finally found a quarterback that's working a little bit. And um, 
brought in some receivers, even though I think Odell's going to leave. Uh, but still, you know, build up slow. Build up like a team like Miami. You know, like some of these teams, they're building up slow. I feel like the Jets are trying to rush all the time. Who do you think was the biggest shocker of the, this year, team-wise? Oof. I mean, Miami had a good year. Uh, that was surprising. You know, and, and at the start of the year, I thought Las Vegas, the Raiders, started off with a pop. Um, and they were a shocker to me, and then they kind of dipped off towards the end. I think uh, the Chargers were better than their record showed. Um, the Colts really impressed me, except I think with, with a better quarterback than Rivers, I think they could really do some damage. Um, but to be honest with you, I think you got to go Miami. I mean, also Buffalo. You know, Buffalo winning the division this year, um, being a threat in the playoffs. Uh, you probably got to go Miami, though. I think what, with what Miami did, uh, even though I disagree with not starting Fitzpatrick the whole year, you know, I think Tua gave him some losses, and Fitzpatrick could have helped them win a couple games um, after they took him out. And he was doing well when they had him in. You know, I don't know what the point of all that was. but uh... My, my go-to would have been Pittsburgh because – not that they're not playoff contenders every single year, but a Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin-led team like they've been for the past decade plus, and for them to start the season 8-0, I remember looking through the schedule and oh, thinking... You, they went to 11 or no? I mean, I, and again, this was just at the time, though. Like I, I was looking at the schedule and list of games. I'm like, the Steelers are 8-0? Like, you got to be kidding me. They're contending with the Chiefs right now for the number one seed? Like, to me, that – I mean, that was probably the most impressive thing I saw this year from an AFC standpoint was the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they were able to put together such a successful season. Obviously, didn't end the way they wanted it to last weekend. Uh, but they I, – I was impressed, to say the least. That, that was the Steelers team from, like, five, seven years ago. Well, especially coming off of such a crappy year last year, and I think you could blame that a little bit of ben, Big Ben getting hurt and not playing – but then again, you kind of saw the dip at the end of the season this year for them. You know, they started off hot. They started off looking like a ridiculous team uh, in the AFC, great defense. And their defense was great the whole year. But, you know, Big Ben started to dip at the end of the year. You know, he's getting towards the end of his career. And you saw it. You know, they, they choked against Cleveland, a ton of mistakes. A lot of them were Big Bens, if I'm being honest with you. And... Uh, you got to wonder how much longer, you know, there is for him. And Pittsburgh's got to start looking at a potential franchise quarterback coming in, you know, because they're obviously a good team. They got a young defense, a good defense. Uh, they got good players there. You know, their whole offense is pretty good. Um, and if he's not going to perform, they might have to start thinking about someone else, um, especially they had such a great year and then it took a dip at the end of the year. You got to start asking questions. Yeah, the two uh, things there, Ben Roethlisberger and retirement, I feel like they have been flirting with each other for about 10 years now. With the amount of injuries that he's had, again, kudos to yeah. him for a great year. But like you said, going, going down 28 zip in the first quarter against the Cleveland Browns on your home turf in Pittsburgh, yeah. that can't happen. And then they managed to almost erase all of that. And I'm, I'm watching that game, I'm like, oh, my God, Cleveland's going to – uh, I mean, they almost didn't make the playoffs. They lose to the Jets 
in in week 15 or I think it was week 16 at MetLife Stadium and then they have to they have to win week 17 and someone else had to lose and thank God for them they make the playoffs for the first time in what 19 years 2002 was the last time the longest drought in NFL uh, history to date uh, they go up 28 nothing. You think it's going to be a walk in the park, and then all of a sudden, uh, Pittsburgh wins the next three quarters. 10-7 uh, in the second, 13 nothing in the third, 14-13 in the fourth, and you only win by 11. And next week is going to be no walk in the park. Oh, no. Against uh, probably the new Tom Brady. I-, I think it's safe to say when it's all said and done, Pat Mahomes is going to be up there with Brady and uh, Montana. Uh, he'll be up there, but... Um... If I'm being honest with you, he uh, he's got such a good team around him. I don't know you could make the argue. I mean, obviously, um, some of the other guys had good teams around them, but like a guy like Brady, um, he never had the best best teams around him. You know what I mean? Obviously, good defenses, but I'm talking receivers. Maybe he had you know one real stud, but he makes guys have names. You know what I mean? And um, I feel like at Kansas City with the Chiefs a little bit put Patrick Mahomes on a different team and let's see how he does you know what I mean and let's have someone else go to the Chiefs and see how they do you know I'm sure they would be phenomenal if they're any good like I think if you put Josh Allen on the Chiefs he'd be just as good this is my opinion though I, I think there's a lot more similarities than you think there are when it comes to Brady's Patriots teams and Mahomes' current Chiefs team. Like, besides, like, Travis Kelsey, Pro Bowl tight end, uh, you know, like, everybody else is kind of subpar average that I think Pat – Tyree Kill. Well, I yes. Mean, I mean, they, they, they have some star power. Maybe, but like, even Tyree Kill is considered to be, like, one of the um, – Top, I wouldn't put him in the top five when it comes to wide receivers. Hill had a phenomenal year, though. He had like top top three receiver year. Well, I told you I didn't watch any of the games this year, so you got to cut me some slack, Mike. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Well, maybe he he did because of Mahomes, you know, and also he's super fast. Mahomes has an arm. I get it. Things work out where like players match up with each other, but I think. Mahomes matches up well with his offense that he has at Kansas City, and that's why it helps him. Look, I think they complement each other. I think they make him look good, and he makes them look good. You know what I mean? I think it goes both ways. But I like to make the argument, just because I'm a Brady guy, and I think Brady makes nothing out of something out of nothing a lot of times. Um, even though he's got a powerhouse team in Tampa Bay right now, and I'm not, you know knocking anything but let's see if Mahomes gets the amount of rings as Brady has and let's go from there I mean still way too early to tell no doubt yeah that's just my two cents on the guy I think he's phenomenal phenomenally talented and I think they slaughter Cleveland on on was Sunday Sunday the 17th I think it's going to be a walk in the park for them. This is the one year where I think, because every single year you could say, like, oh, they're great again, like a defending champion, because it's so hard to repeat in any sport, any anything really, uh, whether it's the NFL, MLB, fantasy, whatever, whoever it is. It doesn't matter how good or talented or refreshed you are after a championship season. Something always seems to go wrong. This is the one year where I feel like Pat Mahomes is just going to walk into the Super Bowl and dominate again. 
there's really yeah. no science to say that that's not going to happen. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they have the best record in football right now. Um, and, you know, they really didn't – they had a little bit of controversy, even though they were pretty much winning most of their games comfortably. Um, but they weren't winning by a crazy margin. And obviously, I think the Super Bowl is just the Super Bowl. You know, you could go in there and think one thing and something else can happen. You know, it's just the Super Bowl and playoffs are just crazy. Now, I would say Kansas City is going to beat the Browns. You know, I, I do think you could say that pretty confidently. But I wouldn't rule out Buffalo taking a shot at the Chiefs. If Buffalo defeats Baltimore very convincingly this weekend, I wouldn't be opposed to take Buffalo against the Chiefs. Nah. I don't believe it for one second, Mike. All right. That's fine. I mean, look, if it's a close game between Baltimore and the Bills, I don't like the the Bills against the Chiefs. But I think the Bills squeaked by the Colts. The Colts aren't a bad team. The Colts have a great defense. See, the Colts are a bad team, though. They're not a bad team. The Chiefs are the alpha male of the National Football League. Yes. I mean, look, we'll see. I just think that um, – I think if there's any team in the AFC, it would, would be the Bills. Would you agree with that? That could take down Kansas City? From the teams that are in the playoffs right now, yes. I, I still okay. think now that Pittsburgh's eliminated, I think Pitt would have been the one to – uh, at least give them a run for their money. I don't. I don't Pitt, think the Bills have what it takes. Pitt and and even though I picked Pitt against the Browns, I said Pitt was going to lose once they started getting on that losing streak. I said they were going to lose the first round of the playoffs. I didn't know when I said that. I didn't know they were going to play the Browns. Um, that's why you know I said that. But uh, I I did say at one time they were going to lose the first round of the playoffs. At, once I saw them dip the way they did at the end of the year. They couldn't beat the Chiefs. Um, I just don't think they could. I think even, you know what? I mean, maybe even the Titans could have gave them a little bit of a run. But when you're in the playoffs, I do see what you're saying. You know, it's it's go time. It's do or die. The Chiefs are probably going to pull it out um, just because of what the game means, you know? Obviously, there's a different game feeling from regular season to playoffs and Super Bowl. So I see what you're saying there. Um, but I like to stir things up and say, if if there's any team right now to do it, I think it would be the Bills. Play but the Bills, game I like it. I like it. I, I just I, I think it's going to be a cakewalk for them. I think the NFC scenario right now is way more interesting Ooh. than the AFC. I agree with you 100%. Um, and don't get me wrong. I think the Bills have a tough game against Baltimore, but I don't hate their odds against Kansas City. Now, let's get into that uh, NFC scenario over there just because it's interesting. Like, I think there's going to be an, uh, at least one upset this weekend in the NFC. I mean, I don't think – listen, if Brady Brady and company walks into New Orleans and upsets Brady, I don't, I don't consider that a huge upset. Brady is as crafty as they come. The, the oh, veteran I don't, 
playoff performer that there is. I don't think it's an upset if the Bucks uh, beat the Saints on their home turf. If the Rams beat the Packers, however, totally different scenario. That is probably the biggest upset uh, in recent playoff memory because I don't think they stand a chance. I think this is the best Aaron Rodgers we've seen. Yeah, but I feel like we see like we see like oh Rodgers is a stud this year. Like, how are they not gonna like all the way? And then they lose. Like, you know, I feel like. Green Bay just chokes in the playoffs. See, that, that, and, that was another team. They won in 2010 against Pittsburgh, and then they came back the next year and went 15-1. and one. You're like, they are unstoppable. And then and the Saints upset them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you in the sense that it wouldn't be a huge upset for the Bucks to beat the Saints, but I, it is an upset. I mean, the Saints are the favorite. Um, they are home. I think – the Bucs are going to win that. It's hard to beat the team three times. The Saints beat the Bucs twice this year. Uh, it's, it's just hard. And I think Brady, ha- you know, he just has, like you said, he's crafty. I'm a Brady guy. I'm going to go with the Bucs first of all. But I think he's crafty. He, he finds a way. He has such playoff and Super Bowl experience. I think he's going to have the team amped up. I think the Bucs are going to be hyped. And, uh, they're going to be pissed off. They lost twice, you know, and they're going to want to prove something. And I think they're going to go out there and, and punch New Orleans in the mouth a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think postseason Brady's a completely different animal. When you're looking yeah. at it from uh, uh, Coach Payton's uh, standpoint, because, again, they pancaked them. They destroyed them. I, I don't know if it was in Tampa Bay or New Orleans that, that uh, uh, I think it was a Thursday night game. The like, second time, yeah, it was at New Orleans, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so there was one of those games they absolutely obliterated them. And it, yeah. It was ugly for – The uh, Bucs only scored three points that game, and they, they lost by, like, 30. It was crazy. It, it wasn't good. But, again, this is a totally different scenario. You can't look back at those two games and be like, all right, what did they do right? What did they do wrong? Completely different scenario. And, again, it's not like he's going to be in there with 30,000 screaming Saints fans, you know? It, like, home field advantage this year – is yeah. This could exactly. be his game, and I'm with you. I think the Bucks, you know, quote unquote, upset the Saints. I still don't consider it an upset if they win. The other one, I think Aaron Rodgers again. This is going to be like Chiefs Browns. I think I don't see how the Rams. I mean, they caught Russell Wilson off guard in the wild card round. I mean, they just did not play well, the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks were as much at fault in that game than the Rams were for winning it. The Seahawks have been up and down this year. They've had good games, but most of the games they've been winning were were in shootouts, and they had to come back and win, you know, or just pull it off at the end. Um, the Seahawks were, weren't that great this year, if I'm going to be honest, but I was impressed with how the Rams played that game, considering the quarterback situation. You know, Goff had broke his thumb two weeks before. The, the backup started. The backup got knocked out that game. Then Goff came in. Goff played a good game. Uh, and the defense completely obliterated the Seahawks. They really did. I mean, they could have picked off Wilson way more than they already did. You know, they had that one pick six. I think they had one other interception. Um, but they probably could have picked them off another three times. And, um, you know, just their special teams and defense played great, and the offense performed. They had success running the ball. They threw the ball when they had to. They just beat the Seahawks everywhere. Now, I do agree with you. I think the Packers had a great season. Um, They played well. 
But I like the style of the Rams to beat the Packers, reason being Rodgers doesn't do that great against a team that gives him pressure. Like, yes, he can scramble, but if you're getting to to Rodgers and you're making him throw faster than he wants to, he ends up throwing picks. The Rams have a great defense this year. You know, Aaron Donald, obviously fantastic. The rest of the defensive line is pretty good. Um, I think they're going to be able to get to Green Bay. I think they're going to be able to get to Rodgers, that is. Um, And you have Jalen Ramsey, who's very good. He's going to help limit Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams is a stud, but how much can you stop him? I don't know, but I think you can limit him a little bit. And um, a couple turnovers changes the game, you know what I mean? And all, you know, the Rams, if they establish the run, set up some pass, they might be able to pull up a huge upset. I kind of like the Rams in this. Um, I want to go with the Rams, but it's hard to go against the Packers. I mean, I think they choke the Packers a lot, you know, in the playoffs, like I was saying before. Um, it's tough, you know, but uh, I like the way the Rams match up stylistically against the Packers because it's kind of like how Tampa's defense lined up against the Packers. You know what I mean? They, they blitzed Rodgers. They forced him to throw interceptions, and then they got to him, you know. But the playoffs, it's different. The team is adjusted. I don't know. We're going to see. I like a Rodgers-Brady NFC championship game. That's what I want to see. I mean, Who would you have? Brady Breeze for the third time this year, which is cool because we don't typically get to see it, but it's all been about Drew, Drew Brees. I'd love to see Tom Brady pick up a win this time around, playoff Tom back in action in the NFC for the first time ever, and then you see Brady Rodgers in Green Bay. That'll be the biggest test for, for, for the Bucks for sure. Yeah, beating, beating Green Bay again and then to get into the Super Bowl. Um, who would you have in that game? I, dude, I am, I'm, I'm like you. I know you're, you guys are a big Brady family, uh, the Bataglinos and the Bradys. But to me, I just love to see Tom Brady stick it to everybody again because everybody yeah. counted yes. out again for making a dumb decision to, to move to Tampa Bay, live in Derek Jeter's billion-dollar mansion in Tampa, couldn't even uh, build his own house in time. I, I I just love to see him upset everybody once again, prove everybody wrong. Nobody gave him a chance. Everybody thought it was Bill Belichick's mastermind as a coach uh, behind all of his success, and that they just proved that wrong. Uh, this year, the Patriots were, were not even competitive, uh, at least not in New England Patriots football standards, you know? Yes. So I'd love to see Tom Brady go to the Super Bowl and – Face Pat Mahomes, a Brady. We've seen so many legendary Brady Mahomes matchups already yeah. in the first few years of his career. I mean, that AFC title game two years ago, probably one of the coolest AFC title games in history. Just the way how how everything uh, panned out at the end, you know. So I don't know. I, I'd I'd love to see the Bucks as the NFC champions this year. And, and I would, and I will say, you know, the the Bucks versus the Chiefs this year was a pretty close game, and. A couple of different things happen, and the Bucks could have won that. So, I wouldn't rule out the Bucks. You know, if the Bucks get keep a nice roll going throughout the playoffs, I think they could. De- you know, I'm I'm never gonna doubt the team Brady's on. You know what I mean? Just because of what he's done and and how he plays, and I like the team. They got a good team. They really do. Um, they just play to the best of their ability, and I think 
they could take it to the Chiefs. See, that's why I think the Rams are the odd man out in, in the Final Four in the NFC because you have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, who all have the experience. They all have the rings. They know what it takes. And then what, you know? <laughs> like I, I just don't think that they have the same – so I agree. An experience to, to be- I agree. I don't think the Rams make it past. Um, I think they could beat the Packers, but I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl. I think they would lose in the NFC Championship, but I do think they could beat the Packers and go to the NFC Championship. But we're going to see this weekend. You know, I obviously the Packers are are the number one seed for a reason. You know, they had a good season. Um, and Rodgers has been on a roll, but we'll see. I'm not even going to discuss the AFC side. I'm not even interested. I, I still think the Chiefs are just going to steamroll past everybody. I, th- I think they are in prime position to repeat. First team in a long time that I felt this way about. I don't think the the Browns, the Bills, or the Ravens stand a chance. No, they're really – I mean, the Browns are going to get run over a little bit. I mean, I think Baltimore and the Bills will be a good game. Um Baltimore and the Titans was a good game. Uh, you know, the Bills obviously beat the Colts, but, you know, I think you're right. I think the Chiefs are going to end up going to the Super Bowl, but um, we should get a good game between Baltimore and Buffalo. It should be a good game. And if it's not, and the the Bills do kind of beat up Baltimore, I think we're going to get a really, really good AFC championship game. Good games equals uh, great bets, Mike. It's going to be yeah. a great betting week in the next few weeks. Yeah, I hope so. Question I have for you. Who who do you think gets uh, MVP and Rookie of the Year? Aaron Rodgers. I think there's really no way you can deny Aaron Rodgers. You could give it to Mahomes again. I mean, it's kind of like Mike Trout in baseball. Like, oh, this guy was a stud, but, you know, Mike Trout again, you know. Yeah. Typically had another great year for another MVP award. Yeah. But, why not give it to Aaron Rodgers? I mean, this is arguably his best year ever. If you look at the yeah. numbers. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, and how, do, how about rookie? Again, I didn't watch it close enough. Who okay. stood out as a rookie? You know, it probably would have been Joe Burrow if he didn't get hurt. But, I, you know, everyone I talk to says Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. But I seem I, – I feel like they try – not try. I feel like they end up giving it to the quarterbacks – and I think they're going to give it to uh, Herbert, uh, quarterback for the Chargers. He did get a lot of good praise this year. You know, for a team, that they did all right, considering what they were doing. They did all right, but they played so many good teams tight at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, you win a few of those games, and it's a little bit different. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback, and uh, he's going to be very good in the future. Um but a lot of people say Justin Jefferson. I don't know. I, I, I don't really see that. I mean, I think you could even make the argument of um, – why can't I think of his full name? The defensive line player? No. You're on your own, dude. Uh, yeah, I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, um, maybe him. But they, they like I said, they don't really – I feel like the NFL doesn't really give it to defensive players. And then I feel like the quarter it, – it's like quarterbacks up top. And if there's really no quarterbacks, then it might go to like a skill player, like a receiver or uh, running back. But it's probably going to go to Herbert. We'll see. Only one way to find out. You got to you got to tune in after the season. How how much are you going to be betting this weekend? How much have you betted 
uh, in the 2020 season thus far? How like how much money in one game? Oh, I I I'm cheap, Jack. I <laughs> I don't like to bet more than like 10 bucks on a bet, but um, you know, you could bet 10 bucks and win 30 or 40 bucks off of one bet. So. You know, I like to be smart. I don't like to be stupid and bet blind. I like to look at um, how I'm betting. I like to look at, you know, obviously depending on what I'm betting, but if I'm betting on a team specifically, I like to look at what they've done, how they do against teams like they're going to face or how they did against that team last time. You know, I I like to look at all the variables before I bet. I don't like to bet blind. I I don't want to lose money, obviously. You know what I mean? So I try to do the best I can. Um, and I don't bet a lot. I, the most I bet is like 30 bucks. And I was that's gonna say, like you said, 10, like I had to put in 25 for that one that we were doing on uh, CBS. Okay, yeah. No, I'm talking, um, I like to go small if I can, you know what I mean? But, um, obviously I've done more before. Um, I'm Mike, look at me spending big bucks. <laughs> no, I'm really not. I mean, I made a little bit. I, 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 I lost some, I won some, but by the end of 2020 uh, football season, I was probably up like 60 bucks. I, I had some bad weeks. I had some good weeks, but. This might be a really bad week if Brady doesn't show up on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. It'll just be a bad week because it'll be mad that he lost, really, if I'm being honest. So you're you're still a Patriots fan, right? No, no. You're I a I, fan. Yeah, Brady, I really could care less about the Patriots because, like... Oh, that's so lame, dude. You're like the LeBron fans in the NBA. I hate LeBron, though. There's a difference. I fucking hate LeBron. And I hate basketball, too. Yeah, let's end with that. I hate the NBA as well. (laughs) I am so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's definitely going to break up with you. She's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.